Hi, my name is Farron and you're listening to Hungry for Apples podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N, and check out my website, Farron.me. Grab an apple, enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Welcome back to Hungry for Apples. I took a little bit of a break from creating podcasts or pretty much doing anything. We left the city for a little bit. It was very necessary. I continually forget how the city really affects my body until I leave. And I mean, leave, leave, like away from Wi-Fi, cellular signals, right? It is... At this point, because I'm so highly sensitive, highly energy sensitive, I'm on this, the other side of it where I am really in tune with what's happening. And when the cell signal, or I don't even know if that's the proper term, probably isn't, doesn't matter. When we did finally lose that connection, my body reacted. It was like, ah. And I just, if you're someone that's listening to this that is highly energy sensitive and you don't get away from that, I highly recommend it. It's really important. It will play a part in what I'm going to talk about today also, so I'm glad I I brought that up. My main topic for today is emotional integration, but... I want to give it to you in a little bit of a different route, I think, that I've ever really talked about before. I know that I bring this up because it is the, it is, as far as I can tell, the most important thing for the general public, pretty much anybody that wants to work on themselves and there's another layer of people that are working on themselves for the good of humanity. And then there's another layer where people are working on themselves for the expansion of humanity. And then there's ascension and all of these other things going on. But the one thing that every single person says, even above meditation, because I think they just take that for granted at this point, is emotional integration. Understanding the emotions and what we do with them. This is something that has been in, in a part of my life for a really long time. Being as energy sensitive as I am, I didn't really understand that for a really long time. And that creates a very emotionally sensitive person. Right? The one that takes everything personally, that doesn't really understand why they're taking everything personally, that whole thing. Yeah? So I feel as though some of the points, and I'm going to keep it short too, because I feel like it's a very heavy topic. Some of these points, you're going to want to write them down. They're ridiculously simple, but that's not because I simplified it. That's because I really think that that's the way that it will work. So let me just jump right into this one little part where... 
basically there are three steps. And as humans, we really like to complicate things. Simplification is probably the most challenging thing for most people. Most people living in a city, right? Living in that city life. Okay. So number one on my list here is figure out how to like yourself. And I don't mean like your clothes, like your hair, change your haircut. I don't mean that. I mean will to do self-work, right? The will to do self-work. In, um, in the yoga world, this would be tapas. Okay, so... Number two. Understand how to replenish yourself and when to do it. Right? So number one, figure out how to like yourself. And not in a haircut clothing way, in a will to live and expand way. Number two, understand how to replenish yourself and when to do it. So this is where the body comes in. It's really under it's really a deep understanding of the body sensations. That whole thing the body says. It's preliminary. It's something you need to understand. And number three. Figure out how to be in the world, but not get thrown by it. So this is where the emotional integration would come in as a process of remembering a more sound way to understand what's going on around us. So I've been spending a lot of time listening to a... Um, psychologist, psychiatrist, PhD, fabulous woman, Lisa Feldman Barrett. And one of the first quotes that I wrote down from her is, what you see is influenced by what you feel. So if number three on my list is emotional integration, and number one is figure out how to like yourself, and number two is figure out when to replenish all of these have to do with how you feel about yourself, okay? And I mean mood, not emotion. So we're going to have to take a look at that too. Mood isn't necessarily emotion. It's way more basic. Have you eaten? Did you drink water? Are you rested? Do you feel awake? Do you feel lethargic? That kind of stuff. Not all the opinion and all of the moments tacked onto how that feels that have been kind of bubbled together as an experience. This to me is kind of a big deal. I think that when people take on emotional integration, they mix these things up. So what I'm saying is in the spiritual or consciousness people, there's this mix-up of crossing how we decide the energy feels and then attaching a, an emotional label to it. This is why I think a lot of people, it's not the going backwards thing because that's going to happen no matter what, but they feel like they're not necessarily getting anywhere. It's because every time the new energetic comes up or a new frequency or something, something feels different. There is this searching 
for something familiar, as I've said a million times, but what happens is we actually label it. We're not giving the new experience freedom to be new in the body because we're allowing our brain to do its job and act like a little predictor. Okay? So that whole mind racing, mind trying to make a determination. Mind racing is the mind trying to make a determination or a prediction. Okay? When we're dealing with emotional integration, which is what I want to talk about or what I'm trying to lead to or all of this is involved in the same thing. When we're doing something that we're calling emotional integration, it's really important that we understand what we're working on because going through the process of emotional integration doesn't feel good and it affects our mood. So if you're in a depleted zone, right? If you're feeling tired, if you haven't eaten, if you're not resting, all of that, that is going to physically shift the way you're seeing what it is that you think you're working on, otherwise known as your emotional integration. We're getting all of this stuff mixed up. So if what you see is influenced by what you feel, that's that quote, right? It's just like reading text and the voices in your head right? If you're having a really bad day and someone sends you a text and you don't like the way it's worded, or if there's a period in a weird place or something like that, you in your moody mood mood react to that. And then it creates some kind of an emotional debris that you're dealing with. It's not, it's not a thing. It's something that you just created because of how you feel. Now, I'm not saying that text wasn't rude. It could have been, but the example still stands. You read some words, you got upset. You know what I'm saying here? Your physical mood is affecting that. So one thing you need to pay attention to are when you're, um, or you need to pay attention to whether or not you're asking yourself important questions as you're trying to learn more about yourself. So let's say you're trying to figure out how to like yourself. You are going to want to have some questions and, you know, one of them would be, is this, is this action or is this thought process aligned with the kind of life that I want to live or the person that I want to be? If not, you have the power to check in with your mood and see if you're being affected by something else, which is actually determining the decision you're making about what's happening around you. It's fascinating, really, and it's not like you're doing anything wrong. It's just that there has to be a deeper understanding of how our regular body processes, eating, drinking water, hearing a horn, the train just honked really loud, you know, how all of that affects the way we interact with ourselves, with the way we treat ourselves, and then inevitably the people around us. Anytime we learn something new like this, because let's say, let's face it, if you're hearing this for the first time, you might start really picking yourself apart. Just remember, you're trying to do this so that you like yourself, so that you understand 
why you have certain reactions so that you can clarify them for yourself. Nobody is going to do that for you. So number one, right? Figure out how to like yourself. Well, that's the part where you choose to go to practice. You do your asana, your meditation, whether you have some other kind of mindful movement that you go through. That's where you do that. Nobody's going to drag you there, right? You figure out how to like yourself and you go through that process. You understand how to replenish your mood, replenish your body so that your mood is in a place where you can actually address the things happening around you. And then you figure out how to be in the world, right? How to interact with everything that's going on around you from your innermost state of being, which is calm, cool, collective, you know, you love yourself, you love your life, you have gratitude, all of those things that you write in your gratitude journal, how to bring them into your life. It's really important that you set up your day this way if you're going to go about this process and then remind yourself. Some people set reminders on their calendar. The phone does a little beep thing and they get a reminder. You might need to do that too. Here's another quote that I really felt was important for this. An emotion, oh, I gotta start over. There was a honk. An emotion is your brain's creation of what your bodily sensations mean. In relation to what is going on around you in the world. It's from Lisa Feldman Barrett again. So let me read it again. An emotion is your brain's creation of what your bodily sensations mean in relation to what is going around you, on around you in the world. Remember, your mood isn't an emotion. It is very much more basic than that. If we can roll it back a little bit and pay more attention to not giving ourselves grief for not doing self-care, which is affecting our mood then we won't have to have a pile of emotion to figure out how to integrate. But for now, emotional integration is seeing what something is feeling like, how you're naming it. Some people go through shadow work. Some people go through inner child work. Some people go through past life regression. Whatever it is that you do, Ultimately, you're going to be there with that emotion and you're going to sit with it. That's going to wash over you one time or a million times. And eventually you'll realize that the emotion doesn't own you. It doesn't drive you. And you'll move through to the next thing. This can be really challenging when the frequencies are changing a lot for you energy sensitive people. But... As soon as you get going on it, as soon as you stop avoiding it, it will begin to make sense and everything will start to roll out in front of you just as you want it to. You have to take more ownership of your, just your involvement in your day-to-day -day with your body because your body is preliminary and it will help you with your mood, which will help you with the emotion. And then you will work on your own personal expansion just by living your daily life, which is pretty much the goal 
although we have all of these wonderful practices to support us and to help us through. And then there's also, you know, the ultimate expansion where you're trying to be connected to source as much as possible all the time. This is a very similar process, but you just keep going and keep going and keep going and you see, does it fit into your life? Is this the lifetime for you to do that? It's possible it is. It's also possible that it isn't. Either way, you have control over how you see this and how you see all of these obstacles, which can be kind of frustrating sometimes. But if you take them on with a smile, even though it's a little bit scary, expansion just happens. And you really get to know yourself. And life just just gets a little bit sweeter every time. Thank you so much for listening. Please let me know if you enjoyed the breathing exercise that I put at the beginning of the last episode. In order to do that, you'll need this email. It is hungryforapplespodcast at gmail.com. I really want to hear from you. Thank you so much. Bye. All right, that's our show for this week. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider a small donation over at patreon.com backslash Farron and feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N. Or if you have any questions, check out my website, Farron.me. You can contact me there. You can see my class schedule and upcoming events. Again, you've been listening to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. I'm just feeling it out. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.